Hello everybody, welcome back to Revit. This is Afi. Uh, it has been a while since the last episode, but making a podcast under academical pressure isn't easy. Um, I didn't have much time, but uh, I still wanted to pursue my hobbies because otherwise my life would be so boring. Anyway, I have a weird setup right now. Like my laptop is like on a box and I don't know I don't know if my mic is working well. I've tried to test run for like five times and I'm hoping that this audio won't turn out so shitty. So uh anyway, I have been reading. I only started reading a few days back because I had a lot of assignments. Um, I really wanted to venture into different books because for the past month, I've been rereading my old books and I want to read something new. But I'm currently reading The Blind Watchmaker by Richard Dawkins, arguably the the uh, one of the best books that Dawkins have, has ever written. Uh, kind of alongside The Greatest Show on Earth and The Selfish Gene. I've read The Selfish Gene. Um, to me, it was very insightful. Um, it's, I mean, I know that uh, I know that a lot of people are familiar to uh, gene evolution, but The Selfish Gene is kind of like, it's kind of like written maybe during the time when people aren't very familiar with gene evolution. So, yeah. Before I move on, I would just like to say that I am a student. I'm <laughs> I'm starting to get, like, audiences quite a large... Not, not large, lah, much um, more people listening to my podcast than before because... Before this, it's just my friends and I checked my analytics and there are other people <laughs> listening it too. So if I get a few things wrong, um, I'm just a student, so I'm still learning. <laughs> um, anyway, back to The Blind Watchmaker. Um, I just bought a secondhand book recently from Facebook. So Facebook is a great place for you to get secondhand books. Uh, you can get a whole lot of fiction and also non-fiction books from Marketplace on Facebook. So I have bought the Gulag Archipelago and this book, The Blind Watchmaker, from the same book collector. So the books are old, uh, like they are not in the best condition, but you can still read them. And to me, um, that's the whole point. As long as you can read the book, then it's fine to me. I think buying secondhand books is way better. It's so much better than buying books from Kinokuniya. No shade to Kinokuniya, but um, to expensive bookstores now. Because um, if you go to a bookstore, you probably need to spend about 60 ringgit on a brand new book, but you can get, but you can still read the same content from a secondhand book for like 10 ringgit only. So. Yeah, start start buying second secondhand books, guys. <laughs> so anyway, um, I recently came across this really funny uh thing that I saw on the internet, and someone was like, 
the hardest decision of evolution is whether to return to monkey or to evolve to crab. <laughs> and to me, that's really funny. Um, so um, basically, uh, I kind of came, I came across this post uh, on crab carcinization. So crab carcinization is uh, really funny. Uh, it's funny because like, I'm not sure if um, it's it's like related to a meme, but I'm not exactly sure which meme because there are plenty of uh, carcinization memes. I think I don't know, <laughs> but um, a lot of people are making jokes about it. So crab carcinization is like the many attempts of nature to evolve into crab. So before I knew about carcinization at, or crab carcinization the way i look at crabs just is just like okay you're a crab and you're delicious (laughs) like the only thing that goes in my mind when i think about crabs before is how good they taste and how juicy and fleshy their fleshes are no offenses to my vegan friends i hope no one's offended by um my view of crabs but anyway I I recent not not recently lah. Um, I think uh, a few years ago, I I heard about carcinization and I looked it up and it was really interesting. So um, basically, the first crabs they are not exactly crab crabs. Like they are not called true crabs. So if my sources are right. The um, first few creatures that pioneered crab evolution was actually the, the was actually the decapods or um, lobsters. So um, the lobster loses its tail to where um, it sort of evolved into a rounder and much more flatter shape, uh, which is. Um, the features that we can see in most uh, true crabs nowadays. So the examples of true crabs, let me just look it up so I don't get it wrong. (laughs) The thing about getting, about having more people to listen to your stuff is the fear of getting things wrong. Okay, so true crabs or what makes a crab a true crab? True crabs are decapod crustacean sand belonging to a group Brachyria. They have very short projecting tail and their small abdomens are completely hidden under the thorax. So, like I said, the, the crab or the lobster that... Um, the Not the lobster, uh, maybe the, the, uh, the uh, lobster-like creature that... Uh, pioneered the crab evolution um, had a tail or a pleon I think it's called and um, over time it loses the tail to evolve uh, or to uh, form a more uh, flatter and around the shape so uh, that is actually to help crabs to uh, swim much better or to propel themselves out of the water or to burrow to escape from predators and um, in in simple words, uh, the lobster-like creature, uh, it loses it loses its tail to evolve into a crab to help it adapt in uh, newer environments and also to to help it escape from predators or forage 
much more better than it could have been uh, when it had the features that the true crabs have now. So I hope that wasn't confusing. <laughs> so um, crabs are cool, uh, not because um, it can just swim or propel itself out of water or borrow from the sand, but um, they are very diverse. They look really interesting. Um, I used I used to have to identify them for a subject um, in my course, and that was the hardest thing I've done in my life <laughs> because um, at first glance, they, they look the same, and it's not look the same. Like They have similar features, but if you look closely, there are certain things that uh, differs them from one another, like the, like the number of legs or the shape of the claw or um, like the, the spikes, like, is it called spikes? Like small spikes um, on your body. So they, they, are, they are morphologically diverse. So it's called nature's many attempts to evolve into a crab because there are so many crab families. Like I said, it's, it's very diverse. And there's also this crab that is able to crawl on trees. It's called a coconut crab. So I don't think anybody wants to get near a coconut crab because it's really huge. And I heard that they are, not I heard, like I read somewhere where their, their claws are kind of like dangerous. It's, it's huge and it's like able to break your fingers apart or something but yeah coconut crabs are able to climb on trees so <laughs> you don't want to get anywhere near that so um i'm going to read something from here uh okay so uh this is from uh this is from an article from popular science why everything eventually becomes a crab there's some truth to the meme claiming that all crustaceans are evolving into crab-shaped beings. So the joke, like the 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 joke that that a lot of people are talking about is that uh, everything will eventually look like a crab is kind of true because the crab shape, uh, like I said, has evolved so many times that that scientists came up with the term carcinization. But um, I don't think that there would be a possibility where humans will evolve into a crab. But um, a creature might start to look like a lobster or a hermit crab. Then, uh, not then, before it eventually turns into those round, those round, those round and um, claw-like organisms that we all love to eat or look at. But the first thing that pops into our brain when we think about crab, besides being delicious, is their unique look. Their short, flat, roundish, square body shape and abdomen hidden on the other side of the crab and a hidden tail, replacing a muscly exposed one that is common with lobsters. So maybe the only disadvantages of losing the tail is we don't get to eat it. <laughs> but... Uh, there are many at there are many advantages of it, of the losing tail part, which is uh, like I said, it helps them to borrow better to propel themselves from the water, uh, 
to propel themselves in the water and help them swim better as well. But um, the true crabs, like I said, are the branchurians, which is a division of the decapod order that also um, consists of shrimps, crayfish, and lobsters as well. So the king crab, which is basically the classy version, is actually not part of the branchurian family. Um, its part is closely related to the Anamura or the false crab group. So uh, there are a lot of confusion there. So what you may think is a crab is actually not a crab. <laughs> so branchurians, um, and they are thought to be, they are thought to have been ancestrally crab-shaped or carcinized. But um, for the king crabs, their closest ancestors are actually the hermit crab. So um, even though it's got the crab in the name, the, um, their features or their exoskeleton is not actually crab-like. So um, if you notice like hermit shell, a uh, hermit shells, blah. hermit crabs, they, uh, they actually steal like other crabs uh, punya shell once they uh, grew out of their shells. So for true crabs, uh, they would undergo uh, metamorphosis where uh, they would also, um, I think like shed their old skin and form a new exoskeleton and uh, that's why you have soft shelled crabs so when the crab is go is um going through metamorphosis or um or um <laughs> metamorphosizing uh, that's where it's most vulnerable because it doesn't have the hard exterior um, or the hard shell to protect it um against the predator so yeah and but um, in most people's point of view, the when the crab is a soft shell crab, it's when it's the most delicious because uh, you can make like burgers from soft shell crabs and you can have like soft shell crab pasta or something like that's really good dishes that a lot of people love to eat with soft shell crabs. But um, if you look at it in a different way, when uh, soft shell crabs are um they're actually going through a lot they're trying to metamorphosize um to form a bigger and a um not a bit like yeah not not stronger but i think like a bigger shell to ensure their survival so um i don't think people actually know why uh, crabs actually like evolve so many times like I don't like I'm not sure like I, I have not discovered uh, yet why carcinization takes place but maybe it's it, it it has got to do with um the need for them to colonize new habitats or diversify into new species because there are over 6,000 um I'm reading this from the Popular Science article. There are over 6,000 unique species of branchurians. Branchurians. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it this right. Um, so yeah, there are 6,000 species of branchurians in comparison to the lobster species. So there's so many of them. And um, I, I'm not sure why. 
um, exactly is that so? So, um, like, now we know that, you know, there there is something that is sort of like pushing crustaceans to somehow evolve into a crab or from, from the article is pushing crustaceans towards crabbiness. <laughs> so um, we must remember that being a crab is not like a final form or like the most superior, like uh, the most like superior end. So not, not, not like everything is going to become a crab finally, um, even though the internet may want it to be that way. Uh, from the article. <laughs> so one thing about evolution is that it will keep on happening and also happening and the uh, driving mechanisms to evolution are environmental pressures and also some other factors. But um, there are also cases where these crustaceans go through decarcinization. Uh, I'm not really sure uh, what examples uh, can I... Uh, talk about with that yet but maybe we can we can talk about it on the next episode because i just realized i've been speaking for 70 minutes uh okay how do i sum this up um okay i think one thing that's really cool about this is that um it's the whole concept of ev- it's it's going back to the whole concept of evolution is that we don't know what is the ultimate evolutionary body shape like what's the most superior i think or like um the most like advanced or like the final end of um this whole thing about evolution so we don't know what is the ultimate evolutionary body shape yet and from the article it says the reason uh, we might not know the ultimate evolutionary body shape but the reason that decapods keep ending up as crab crabs hope hopefully won't be in the near future. So yeah, um, I don't think that's possible for humans to become crabs one day. But um, yeah, crabs are cool, and um, I think one thing that is really great about science and really great about nature and also animals is that you. Like you can't tell, like you cannot tell, like everything about them in in just one glance. Like there's so much more to crabs or or fishers, uh, fishes or mammals, bacteria. There's just so much more, so many things we have yet to know about them, and the knowledge that we have on these animals will keep on growing day by day and there are so many surprising things that we can discover about these wonderful species whether it be benefiting to us or not um, it is still something that we should definitely consider when it comes to deciding like when it comes to issues with conservation and so and so so yeah like Besides looking funny and cute, there's so much more to crabs or an animal than we may know. So I encourage everybody to keep on learning and studying about nature because it's mysterious, it's surprising, it's very interesting. Um, it's like a distraction, like 
from like the harsh reality we live in <laughs> i don't know why this podcast is getting this podcast but like i don't know why this episode is getting so deep but yeah i guess what i'm trying to say is pondering about nature is a very fun activity and hobby to do because you get to learn more about something that not many people know and not many people held interest in i guess so yeah i think that's all for me um i think this episode is like kind of like everywhere because i haven't been doing this for like a month i think was it a month yeah um i hope everyone's uh safe and uh doing well i'll be back with uh a more uh, a much more a much more interesting episode uh thank you so much for listening bye guys